Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Pleasanton up 77-75. Over to ball. Wallace to throw it in. Finds Kaiser. Right back to Wallace. Drives on the right elbow. Dishes it off here to Shooter. Up top. Olmstead for three. He got it. Morgan Olmstead having a basketball game of his life here tonight. He just hit two big threes. Tonight, the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament continues with boys' quarterfinal action in Loomis. High school basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Second free throw on the way, and it's no good too strong. And Aaron Dow will bring down his fifth rebound. And up the floor, he'll find in the corner. Quinn Johnson drops it, got it back, shoots the three, and he's got it. Eight in a row here for Quinn Johnson. Tonight's opener features the defending tournament champion Overton Eagles against the Amherst Broncos, while the host Loomis Wolves take on Axtell in the nightcap. It's the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Loomis with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Loomis High School for continuing coverage of the 2019 Fort Kearney Conference Basketball Tournament. Tonight, it is the boys' quarterfinal. Here we have the 2-7 and 3-6 matchups. Up first, the 3-6 as Overton takes on Amherst. And the second game tonight, we'll have Loomis taking on Axtell. Ironically, these same schools met last night, just not at the same location with the Overton girls rallying to beat Amherst by three. And, of course, Axtell upset the Loomis girls by three last night. So the Loomis boys going to try to avoid the same fate tonight in the 2-7 matchup. And for Overton, they're looking for a little bit of a revenge. They're 11-3, but one of those three losses came to Amherst. Amherst knocked them off to a begin December, and since then, they haven't lost. They've won seven in a row. They were 1-8 coming out of the holiday tournament uh, in those contests where they saw Ogallala and North Platte St. Pat's. But since then... They've been a little hot, and they're trying to get their second win over the Overton Eagles. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99. On ESPN, we have the games from Elm Creek, where Wilcox and Wilcox, Hildreth, and Pleasanton are getting going here at the top of the hour. And then it'll be Elm Creek taking on SEM. The winners of tonight's games advance on to the semifinals Friday night at the Viero Event Center. All of the games Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in Kearney will be on ESPN. 1460 and, of course, as always, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Any of our radio games are streamed online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. In the first meeting of the year between these two teams back at the beginning of the month, Amherst jumped out to a 15-point lead but then had to hold on to pick up the 52-51 victory, and that was actually at Overton. So Amherst got the job done on the road that night. Both teams are fairly healthy coming into the ball game. Overton does have a couple of kids that are sick and a couple of kids that are banging the uh, injury bug. And the big story, maybe Morgan Wallace, uh, he got dinged up in that loss to Elm Creek on Friday night. And Coach Clint Little says he will start, but they wanted to watch how things go for him early here tonight. So we'll keep an eye on that as well. And we'll take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's matchup between Overton and Amherst right after this on Power 99. 
When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Since customer service and quality is what we obsess about here at Apple Bell Restaurant, located just inside Sap Brothers in Odessa, we want you to know that we are all about spending time with family, and that means food. So we will do the cooking. Come see us. Fried chicken dinner? No problem. Homemade pies and other desserts? Yep, we've got you covered. How about just taking a break over the weekend for a nice breakfast and lunch buffet? Okay, we got that too. And we'll do the dishes. So enjoy your family. Come see us at Apple Barrel Restaurant inside Sat Brothers Travel Center off I-80, Odessa. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for the Amherst Broncos, the number six seed, they'll go with number two, six-foot sophomore, Kalen Rohde. Number five, six-foot, two-inch junior, Josh Elo. Number 14, five-foot, ten-inch senior, Jared Ivey. Number 20, 6-foot-1-inch sophomore Tanner Thompson. And the team's leading scorer, number 23, 6-foot junior Dominic Asperson at just over 13 points per ball game. Head coach for Amherst is Eric Rippin, assisted by Les Adelung, Larry Lichty, Jaden Ford, and Jordan Cox. Amherst has won seven in a row to get to 8-8 eight and eight on the season. Now for the Overton Eagles, their leading scorer wears number zero, and that is Morgan Wallace at 22.5 points a game. He's a 5'11 senior. Number 24 is a 6'3 senior, Braden Kaiser. He's not too bad himself. He averages just under 22 points a game. Number 32, 5'11 junior is Ryan Lobby. Number 40, 6'3 senior, Dane Weston. And number 44, 5'10 junior, Morgan Olmstead. Head coach is Clint Little, Overton 11-3, and, and that's your starting lineup. We'll be right back. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Amherst comes in with a clean bill of health tonight, so 
Broncos looking good in that standpoint. For Overton, they will be missing Max Kolhanek and Caleb Saveri tonight. They are both under the weather ill. Those have been guys that were coming off the bench. As we told you, Morgan Wallace... Uh, got dinged in the head against Elm Creek. They went through the whole concussion protocol. He was cleared, but they want to keep an eye on him. And Morgan Olmstead has been battling the stomach flu earlier this week, but appears that he should be uh, better tonight. But they may have to use their bench a little bit for head coach Clint Little, assisted by Seth Ehlers and Paul Husenfeld. They are 11-3 and and are ranked 8th in Class D1. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Overton's three losses and Selma Myrna, Amherst, and then lost on Friday night to Elm Creek for, for what was the lead in the Fort Kearney Conference. For Amherst, they dropped some early ones. Ravenna, Broken Bow, Loomis, Arcadia Loop City, Wood River, South Loop, and then both games in the holiday tournament to Ogallala and North Platte St. Pat's. But as we said, they've won seven in a row, and five of those were on the road. And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. It's the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, Overton, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. We are ready to go. David Squires has the ball in his hand, and he's ready to throw it up here as our lead official for game number one. And the opening tap is going to be run down by Overton. Amherst actually got the hand on it, but Overton was able to run it down, and they'll go to Olmstead. He loves the three. He'll shoot the three, and it's off the mark, no good, and nobody can run it down in the corner despite the hustle there by Ryan Lobby. And Amherst will have the basketball. It looks like Overton wants to put some pressure on. Amherst is going to have to handle the basketball here tonight. They got off to a good start in the first meeting, but Overton probably didn't have all the guys that they have tonight like Lobby in the lineup. Overton and and Loomis are two teams that are getting healthier as the season progresses. Top of the key with it is Rohde. Rohde against the man-to-man. Hands it off on the screen to Tanner Thompson. Back over on the right wing. Ball fake here for Ivy. Ivy drives baseline. Kicks it back out in the corner. Overload on the right side. Trying to get it down to the low block to Elo. Little turnaround jumper. Comes up short. And high in the air to pull down the rebound will be Dane Weston here for Overton. They'll push the ball up the floor. Morgan Wallace with it. Looks like we're also going to see a little bit of a matchup zone here for the Amherst Broncos, and Wallace tries to drive the baseline. He got bumped, and then he went out of bounds. So Overton will turn it over. Squires, Valu, Group B are the three men that are doing our doubleheader here tonight. And again, the other side of the bracket over at Elm Creek right now is airing on ESPN 1460 AM and com. Across the timeline, Dominic Esperson tries to go too far, ran into Olmsted and traveled with the basketball. Couldn't find anybody to pass it to. He might have walked earlier in that possession, bringing it up the floor, but they let it go and weren't going to let it go a second time. So ball back in the hands here of the Eagles. First minute underway, it's gone here in this FKC quarterfinal. and Got a couple games tonight that on paper are really interesting, and this is one of them. Olmstead picks up his dribble right on him is Rody. He's able to find Wallace. Wallace takes it to the left side of the lane, comes to the baseline. It's no good. Getting a hand on it was Tanner Thompson. Rebound brought down by Esperson. Fast break the other way. Kick it to the right-hand corner. 15-footer on the way by Thompson off the rim. No good. And Olmstead will pull down the rebound. Eagles want to run, but Amherst is back defensively. Wallace swings it out of the wing to Kaiser. Braden looking for his first ball screen. Comes into the zone, forces the shot, got the whistle. But before that, we got a walk called. So a turnover here on Overton. And so far, the teams are as cold as the temperature outside. We're scoreless through the first minute 40 here. 
Overton, a team that loves to put points on the board as it's knocked away on the inbound. They're averaging 67 points per ball game. Amherst nowhere near that 67-point ball game. They're more into the 50s range. Amherst trying to be patient to break the press, throw over the top, back the tops of the trailer, then he dribbled off his leg, bounce pass underneath. Esperson is trapped, and he walked with the basketball. So a couple of turnovers apiece here to start our basketball game. The winner will play at 7.45 Friday night at the Vieiro Event Center against either Loomis or Axtell. Up the floor with it, Wallace. They're keeping a double team on him if they can. Over to Olmstead. But the Eagles have enough offensive weapons that you can't really double all the shooters because you got at least three. Now driving in, Lobby pulls up with eight and knocks it down. Ryan Lobby right down the middle of the lane gets our first bucket of the ball game. And Overton takes the 2 to nothing lead. They can put the pressure on. Amherst breaks it, stopping on the right wing. Jared Ivey, his pass is going to be picked off, and Wallace will go the other way and miss the layup. He was too concerned about getting the three-point play, leaning in to draw the contact. Rohde gets the rebound. He throws it away at the other end. Back up ahead, Wallace is still down here, and this time he'll score. It happened so fast that Wallace didn't have a chance to get back on defense. And so he wasn't really cherry-picking, but he was down here at the end and got the easy bucket. Ball's kicked. And Overton will set up their defense again. 4 to nothing, Eagles, 5-21 to go here in the first quarter. Amherst already four turnovers here in the first two and a half minutes. Rohde over this little junk zone, and the ball's thrown off the leg of an Overton Eagle again. That's not a kick. It went off his knee. Wallace drives. Before he shoots the ball, he's going to be fouled. So no layup that time. But Amherst a little sloppy early on here. It's going to be on Rohde. That is the first foul of the game on either team. But five turnovers, and we haven't played three minutes here for Amherst. Wallace will throw it into Kaiser. A little fade away from 12. It's good. And a better start here in this meeting between the two teams for the Eagles. They are up 6 to nothing. Amherst breaks the press. Coming in, Ivy missed the layup, and the rebound brought down by Olmstead. Finally got a good transition. Look, couldn't finish. Now Lobby coast to coast. Uses his body. Leans in. Shot no good. Fights to get his own rebound. He does. Now he's trapped in the paint. Kicks it out. Olmstead for three. It's no good. And it comes out of bounds, and it's going to be Amherst basketball. 4.44 to go in the first, and Overton We'll go to the bench and bring in a bunch of kids. Jalen Schluter checks in. Also, Jacob Surridge will roll into the ball game. And finally, Alex Hubbard likes to go with that eight-man rotation. They don't go much deeper than that if necessary. Thompson with it, trapped in the front court. Left wing gets it down to the block. Esperson spins to the hoop, and Amherst is on the board. Dominic Esperson had some room down there in the one-on-one matchup with Kaiser, and it's 6-2 to two over and four and a half to go first quarter. Skip pass over the top of the zone. Pull up three here. Overton lets it fly. It's no good by Schluter. Rebound. It went out of bounds. After it hit the rim, it hit the guide wire, so the ball will belong to Amherst. And Overton will be able to use those new legs in there to keep more pressure on as the inbounds pass comes into Jared Ivey. He finds the middle. Rody's there. Rody gets around the defender, pulls it up, goes into the corner, and Ivy passes on the shot. Back to Rody. Skip pass here over to the left wing to Thompson. Tanner dribbles to the top of the circle. Nobody's anywhere, and so they have to move to come up just to get the basketball. Ivy with it. Keeping it outside the arc now. Ivy on the right wing. Looks for the screen. Hands it off to Elo. Elo backs up. Good defense here by Overton. As Ivy gets it to the right elbow, pulls the dribble up, looks for a back. Got nothing there. Bounce pass into the paint. One-on-one. Move by Elo off the glass. Won't go. Trying to tip it to themselves. 
as Amherst can't grab it, and it'll be Surridge to get the rebound for Overton. Down the middle of the floor, Kaiser. Kaiser drives, nowhere to go, looks to kick it back to the baseline. Surridge, pull-up jumper, hits the rim short from nine feet, and the rebound brought down by Tanner Thompson. A lot of shots, not a lot of scoring here in the first four and a half minutes of the ball game. Six to two, Overton. Amherst with it on the right wing. Up top, they'll go to Ivy. Man-to-man defense here for the Eagles. Playing it kind of soft if they're out around the three-point arc. Rohde with it. Skips it over to Esperson. He drives left baseline, and he's fouled. Going to call it on Morgan Wallace, trying to come over with some backside help. First foul of the game here on Overton. And the leading scorer for Amherst on the season at 13 points a game is Dominic Esperson. He'll have a chance to shoot two free throws here. And the first one is on the way, and it bounces off the rim. No good. Second free throw coming up for Asperson, wearing those gray uniforms for Amherst with the red trim, the basic home white and blue trim here for Overton. And the second free throw is up, and that's in and out. No good. So missed them both. Kaiser gets the rebound. It remains 6-2. to two. Here come the Eagles. Kaiser trying to put on a little crossover dribble, steps through the double team, kind of lost the handle, and all he could do is throw it towards the hoop. It hits the front of the rim, no good. And the rebound brought down by Esperson. I think he wanted to pass it, but the ball went out of his hands, and he just kind of had to shove it towards the rim. Actually wasn't that far off from going in. Ivy into the paint, kicks it out of the wing to Esperson. Back inside, Elo dribbles it off the foot of an eagle. They get it back. Ivy with it left wing, comes into the triple team, falls on the floor, saves the ball. Thompson right baseline, takes it in off the glass, and it rolls in. Tough work right now for the Amherst offense, but Tanner Thompson able to get the second bucket of the ball game for the Broncos. 6-4 Overton, 2.15 to go in the first quarter for Kearney Conference Boys quarterfinal here on Power 99. Wallace, crossover, trying to bring it into the paint, pulls up from 12, rolls off the rim, no good. Offensive rebound, sneaking in there. Schluter, nobody boxed him out. They'll get another chance, and Schluter, open from three, decides to drive in, give it to Surridge, and Surridge lays it up and in. Nice play by Schluter, and Surridge gets the easy bucket. 8-4 Eagles. Amherst breaking the pressure, trying to throw it over the top, lost the basketball, and I think Ivy is going to be called for the foul. It's a turnover and a foul on Jared Ivy, his first. And the team second. And back into the ball game. Weston for the Eagles. Lobby returns. Olmstead's back in. So you've got your original five in there. You had your three normal subs come in for about two minutes. Now they're back on the bench. Amherst hasn't went to the bench yet. Olmstead with a left-hand dribble. Kicks it into the corner to Weston. Trying to post up Lobby. Back on the outside, Kaiser. They sag on him. Let him go with the left dribble to the baseline. Then... Runs out of room, and it comes out of bounds off of Amherst. Ball got lost, but it bounced off the Amherst defender who had good position on the baseline behind the bucket. Wallace to throw it in underneath his own hoop. Out to Olmstead. Open three. Morgan has got it. First three-pointer of the ball game in a low-scoring first quarter. That'll change things up. Five in a row here for Oakland. Overton, they lead it 11-4. Esperson against the double team. They should have numbers if he can get it up the floor. A little slow to do so, and Overton was able to get set defensively. Ivy with it on the left wing. Jared not one of the scorers. Everybody else between 7 and 13. Thompson drives, kicks it out. Ivy comes into the paint, kicks it out again. Rohde will come in. Keep dribbling into the bulk and the strength of that zone and not getting many shots. Kick it out top to Esperson. 
Backside down low, Elo makes some room over Wallace. It hits the rim, no good, and Wallace holds his ground, gets the rebound. Outlet pass. A strong finish here to the first quarter for Overton. They've scored seven in a row, still 40 seconds remaining, and Amherst just about turned it over again. Instead, Thompson has it. Tanner pulls up from 13. It's too strong. Offensive rebound pulled down underneath the hoop. Rohde trying to put up a reverse layup, and he missed it, but Thompson grabs it and cleans things up. Tanner Thompson with his second bucket. That snaps the 7-0 run, and Overton now can play for the last shot with 15 seconds. They're not much of a slowdown team, but they will be here. Olmstead hands it off to Wallace, double-teamed into the corner. He's trapped. He'll try to throw it underneath. The ball's picked off, stolen away there by Elo, and with one second, they'll cast it from half court, and it is no good, and that's the end of the first quarter of play. With your score, the Overton Eagles 13, the Amherst Broncos 6, and the boys' quarterfinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Welcome back to the Carney Tongue and Repair broadcast booth here in Loomis. A big thank you to Athletic Director Drew Builder and the fine folks here at Loomis for their hospitality. We'll start the second quarter. And our FKC Boys quarterfinal, Amherst has the ball, trailing it by a score of 13-6. to Overton, six different players have scored. Nobody with more than a bucket. And just the 1-3 from Olmstead. Ball fake, Rody brings it into the paint. Left-hand scoop shot, too strong. Rebound brought down by Kaiser. The ninth board of the ball game for Overton to Wallace. Wallace loses his balance, and he's going to be fouled as he went coast-to-coast. And that'll be the third team foul here on the Broncos. The first on Dominic Esperson. Overton trying to set up Wallace here off a couple of screens for a three. Amherst fights through it, but they left Lobby alone underneath. Missed the bunny, and it comes off the rim, and Tanner Thompson has his third rebound. The well-executed play for Overton. The ball just didn't go through the cylinder. Sherrod Ivey on the right wing working on Olmstead. Back up top they go to Elo. Thompson with it to Ivey. Ivy drives, but until until Jared actually shoots, he pump fakes every time, but Overton knows he's not going to shoot it. Throw it up once. That, that way they have to respect it because nobody is open after that. They'll get it into Rody. Jump shot's no good off the front of the iron. Kaiser with the rebound, and he'll bring it down the middle of the floor against the zone of Amherst. Now they switch back into a man. They try to trap the ball, and once they get into the half court, they'll settle into man-to-man. Top of the key with it, Lobby. Left-hand dribble, still outside the arc, finds Olmstead, steps back for a 19-footer, no good. Rebound comes out to Josh Elo, his first of the game to Rohde. 
Trying the long pass down on the floor. They'll find Esperson on the baseline. Ball fake off the glass, and it will not go, but he draws the foul. Esperson disappointed with himself that he couldn't get the job done. And the foul going to be called on Braden Kaiser, his first and the team's second. So at the line, Dominic Esperson, he had two free throws bounce in and out back in the first quarter of play. And here the free throw is no good. Other girls basketball tonight on 1230 KHAS. The St. Cecilia girls leading Adams Central 14-10. In the Lou Platte, Ravenna leading St. Paul at the end of the first quarter 8-7. And, of course, we've got Wilcox filled with Pleasanton boys on ESPN. We'll get you that first quarter score here in just a moment as Dominic Esperson puts the free throw up and in. So he gets 1-2, 13-7 Overton. 6.20 to go here in the second quarter. The Eagles have went back to their three-headed substitution. That brings in Schluter, Surridge, and Hubbard. And basically Kaiser and Wallace are out there the whole time. Wallace, off-balance jumper, got the rim, but no good. And a rebound brought down by Josh Elo. So after that 7-0 run towards the end of the first quarter, Overton's cool off once again. Amherst has went to the bench for the first time and driving in. Rischel, Rischel, got it deflected, no good. Rebound, Schluter. And as Schluter heads up the floor, they're going to call the foul. So not a lot of whistles so far in the ball game, and Amherst has taken better care of the ball since turning it over five times in the first three minutes. They only have one since then. The foul was on Rischel, his first. So bringing it across the timeline, Schluter. Schluter dribbling at the top of the circle, gives it off to Wallace. Morgan so far held in check. Of course, him and Kaiser average about 46 to 47 points a game between those two. So far, they have four, and we have played ten and a half minutes. Here's an open three that Hubbard's going to take. Almost banked it in. No good. Came off strong, and Schluter will get the rebound. Another opportunity here for the Eagles. Ball gets loose. And it's going to be a turnover and a timeout called by Amherst. Fourth turnover for Overton. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney with 5.26 to go in the second quarter. Amherst ball and Overton leads it 13-7. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. At the end of the first quarter over in Elm Creek, Pleasanton leading Wilcox held with 15-10 on ESPN 1460-1550 and Platte River Preps. Com. As we come back to action here, Amherst throws it in and just flat drops it and it rolls out of bounds. So we had the timeout to set something up and didn't even get the ball into the front court. That's always a little disappointing from a coaching standpoint. Don't forget Nebraska men's basketball tonight on the breeze, 94.5, 7 o'clock tip-off against 24th-ranked Wisconsin, trying to snap that three-game losing streak, keep themselves in the NCAA tournament talk. Bracketology, Jill and Artie has him on a 9. CBS has him on a 10 line right now as the three-pointer is up in the left-hand corner and no good by Schluter. The rebound will be grabbed by Esperson and up the floor he brings it on the left wing. Hands it off Rody, 15-foot jumper, no good. All over to the paint to get the rebound. Any of four players could have got it and Kaiser does. 
brings it up the floor, hands it off to Schluter. And then he runs into the screen and lost the basketball. So up the floor right side, Ivy. Again, pump fake, kicks it out to Thompson. Over to Ivy. Back to the cutter. That's Rody on the right side of the key into the corner. Thompson for three. No good. That's the first three attempted tonight for Amherst. Wallace with the rebound, trying to go all the way and lost it and called for a charge. He tried to step around Jared Ivy, but that's the body on the floor you don't want to run into. Good job by Ivy. And that's the second foul on Morgan Wallace. And right now, Overton's got to wonder what's going on. They couldn't score against Amherst in the first half the first time. And outside of a little one-minute run in this game, they can't score tonight either, yet they lead 13-7 to in a drastically troubling offensive first half. Rischel drives at the other end. Good defense down low. No good. The rebound put back up and in, though, by Dominic Esperson. He has five of the nine points, and Thompson has the other four. That was good defense by Surridge. But he couldn't get the uh, loose basketball. Now Ivy comes away with a steal. Ivy to the other end. Doesn't have numbers. Kicks it to the trailer. Thompson who lobs it up and in. And a timeout will be called here by Overton. They haven't scored in the last four minutes and 30 seconds. Yet they still have the lead. It's a 7-0 run right now for Amherst. 3.50 to go in the second quarter. Overton 13. Amherst 11. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Friesen Chevrolet is your one-stop shop to help you navigate the winter roads. Whether you're looking for a great selection of both new and pre-owned vehicles, need tires, or your vehicle service to keep you and your family safe on the roads, their neighborly sales staff is happy to assist you in finding your next winter-ready vehicle, and financing is available pending credit approval. For sales, service, parts, go to FriesenChevrolet.com. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet, just off Highway 6 in Sutton. Welcome back to Loomis and the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth as we're on the road bringing you the Fort Carney Conference Tournament. Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Clint Little drawing something up for his team out of the timeout here, trying to get on the board in the second quarter. 13-11, to 11, Overton. Kaiser spins in, got the defender in the air, chucks it up, no good. Olmst. Dead will get the offensive rebound. Dribble out in the three-point territory, but Thompson's on him. Won't let him get the shot away. Second chance here. Wallace looking for a ball screen. Takes an NBA three. It's in and out. No good. Olmstead had it for a moment, but Thompson bats it away and comes out of there with it, and Amherst can tie the game. Across the timeline with it, Rody. Rody behind the back. Over to the left side. Thompson, nothing there. Back up to Ivy. He's all alone on the right wing as Olmstead shades him. Back out to Thompson, guarded by Dane Weston. Three minutes to go before halftime. 13-11 to 11 is all we've got for you here. Overton by two. Rischel, top of the circle. Over to Rody. Right now, Esperson on the bench catching, or excuse me, uh, Esperson setting the screen. And a long possession here for Amherst. Rischel starts to drive, kicks it back on the wing to Ivy. Ivy, crossover, again, drives, but isn't going to shoot. Hasn't shot yet. And they're playing catch over here on the right side of the lane, but nothing's happening. Ivy moving in on Olmstead. Now he's trapped, throws it out top, and it's grabbed there by Rody. Rody drives in and draws the foul. They finally open up the lane after a long, long possession, and the foul is going to be called on Morgan Olmstead. That'll be his first. 
team fouls are even at four apiece. And Kalen Rohde will go to the line to shoot two with a chance to tie this ball game up. Free throw by Rohde. Yep, and off the front of the rim, no good. Don't forget, coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll have the first half stats for you. We'll also take a look at what's coming up in Game 2 between Loomis and Axtell. Update scores from around the area as well tonight. Second free throw, Rohde up and in. His first point, the third Bronco to score in the game. That's an 8-0 run over the last six minutes here for Amherst. 13-12, though, Overton still leads. Again, Overton hadn't scored in the quarter. Olmstead for three will try and change it, and he does. Morgan Olmstead hits his second three, and it's 16-12. Ivy into the front court, breaks the press, and can't score. You can't press. That's kind of a catch-22 for the Eagles. Rischel skips it back over. Esperson starts to move, but cut off to Rohde. Rohde dribbles into traffic, and I think he walked with the basketball. Yes, he did. Second turnover of the quarter on Amherst, who's taken much better care of the ball after the first three minutes of the game. Up the floor with it is going to be Morgan Wallace. Wallace comes across the timeline, gets to the left elbow, up to Morgan Olmstead. Up top, thought about the steal, couldn't get it, then it is poked away. Rohde makes the steal. Rohde's out ahead, but then stops and dishes it off, and the shot is up and missed by Ivy. And the rebound brought down by Kaiser. Kaiser wants to run to Olmstead, missed the bunny. Rebound by Weston, and he is hit hard. He hit the ground really hard, and he's going to pop right back up. And Weston will go to the line to shoot to Tanner Thompson. Collided with him in the air and will pick up his first personal foul. And these will be the first free throws of the game for Overton with 1.21 to go in the first half. Weston will put the first free throw on the way, and Dane has it go too strong. No good. Second free throw coming up. Weston. Wipes the sweat off the palms this time. Spins it. And the free throw is on the way, and that one's all net. Three points now for Dane. 17-12. Overton has scored the last four points. Amherst breaking the press. Esperson up the floor. In the left-hand corner to Rischel. Rischel drives baseline. He is double-teamed. Shot blocked. He got it back. The block shot by Dane Weston. Into the corner, and now up top to Ivy. They'll reset it. We are down to one minute to go in the first half of this boys' quarterfinal game. The FKC and Overton leads Amherst 17-12. Try to get it down low. Thompson grabs it right block. Weston has got him boxed off. He might have just double dribbled, but they didn't call it. Back out on the wing to Ivy, top of the circle. Kicks it back out top. Patient, long possession again here for Amherst. Ivy in the corner. 35 seconds to go. Back up top, they'll get the ball to Rohde. Amherst might get close to playing for the last shot. Now they've whittled it down to 25 seconds to go, and nobody's really moving without the ball. Ivy just dribbling, defense sagging, giving room to Esperson. Now we're down to 15 seconds. Ivy at the top of the circle. Overton will have the lead going to halftime. Ivy starts the slow dribble to the right elbow, back over to Esperson. He'll drive, left baseline, pull up, partially blocked. It goes out of bounds off of Overton. Getting the block shot is going to be Kaiser. And we have 3.8 seconds remaining in the half, and Amherst will get it underneath their own hoop. Maybe they can get an offensive play on this one. They haven't had much tonight. 
Lob it inside. Thompson's there. His shot no good. Kaiser got the rebound, and that is the end of the first half of play here where we just didn't have a lot of shots. We missed some early, and then they just quit shooting the ball as Overton only scores four points in the second quarter. Amherst six in each. First meeting went to Amherst by a score of 52-51, and here at the half of our boys' quarterfinal game, it is 17-12, the three-seed Overton leading the six-seed Amherst on Power 99. We'll be back to take a look at the first half numbers, score updates, and a whole, whole lot more right after this. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. With Air Scout Thermal Imagery, you will be able to quickly understand what is happening in your field. Developed by a farmer and made to work for farmers, Air Scout Thermal Imagery reads bare soil conditions and shows where plants are stressed. It indicates variation in your fields, helping you ground scout plant soil and water conditions with greater precision. Contact Nathan Mastin with Flying M at 308-991-8126 or check out Air Scout online at airscout.com. Proud supporter of all area athletes, Flying M wishes everyone good luck in the game. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. And welcome back to Loomis. It is time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business and residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Tonight, we are bringing you quarterfinal action from the Fort Kearney Conference Boys Tournament and the two early games at the half. Here on Power 99, it is 17-12, Overton leading Amherst. And on ESPN 14-60, it is Pleasanton leading Wilcox Hildreth at the half, 31-23. to Don't forget our games are also streamed online at PlatteRiverPreps.com or internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Some other basketball, Lou Platt Conference girls tonight, Ravenna leading St. Paul by a score of 17-14. to That game is at the half. Also, Donovan Trumbull girls leading Central City at the half, 28-24. Regular season action, the St. Cecilia girls leading Adams Central at the half, 22 to 15, and that can be heard on 12:30 a.m. KHAS, also PlatteRiverPreps.com. Husker men coming up here at seven o'clock on the breeze, 94.5. Uh, Hastings will be back in action at home tomorrow night. The women playing the College of Saint Mary, the men playing Nebraska Christian. UNK basketball is off until Saturday when uh, they are taking on Fort Hayes State. Last night here in the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament, it was the girls' quarterfinal action. 
It was Pleasanton defeating SEM. Overton rallied to beat Amherst 50-47. to So Pleasanton and Overton, 6 o'clock Thursday at the Viero Center in Kearney, followed by Elm Creek and Axtell at 7.45. Elm Creek shut down the Falcons in the second half last night, while Axtell had a late rally to beat Loomis 48 245. Again, all of the FKC games Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from the Viero Event Center can be heard on ESPN 1460. We'll also have Lou Platt Conference Basketball. The boys' semifinals are Thursday this year, the girls on Friday, and then the Consolation Championship Saturday, all here on Power 99, and that is coming to you live from Central City. On the Breeze 94.5 Saturday, it is the State High School Wrestling Duels. And Elwood is representing the FKC, as is Amherst. Of course, they have both made the Class D field. A and D will wrestle at 9 a.m. B and C will wrestle at 10:30, and then you will have the semifinals at two, and the championships at 5:30. With the consolations going on at noon and 3:30, we'll have coverage on the Breeze 94.5. Amherst will take on Neely Oakdale in the first round match, and if they win that, most likely we'll get. Plainview. Plainview is taking on Maxwell. For Elwood, they will take on Thayer Central, and Burwell and Windside are the other half of that Class D bracket. Halftime of our boys' quarterfinal, Overton 17, Amherst 12. We'll look at the numbers right after this. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy Department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Viero Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm Hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Doug Duda with you here on Power 99 from Loomis. Let's take a look at the first half numbers of this low-scoring boys game for Amherst. Kalen Rohde, 1.2 rebounds. Josh Elo, 2 rebounds. Tanner Thompson, 6 points, 4 rebounds. Dominic Esperson, 5 points, 4 rebounds. That's it. 6 points in each quarter. 12 points, 12 rebounds. 2 out of 6 from the free throw line. 0 of 1 from 3-point land. Eight turnovers. Nobody has more than one foul for the Broncos. For Overton, Morgan Wallace averages 24-plus a game. He's got two. Braden Kaiser averages 22 a game. He's got two. Wallace, two points, two rebounds. Schluter, Jalen Schluter, three rebounds. Jacob Surridge, two points and a rebound. Braden Kaiser, two points, six rebounds and a block. Ryan Lobby, two points and a rebound. Dane Weston, three points, two rebounds and a block. And Morgan Olmstead has hit the only three-pointers of the game. He's got two of them, and he has six points and three rebounds here in the first half. They are winning the battle of the boards, eight in the first quarter and ten in the second. Only been to the line one time. They were one of four from three-point land in each quarter. Thirteen points in the first quarter. Four points in the second quarter, a three and a free throw, so not even a two-point bucket in that second quarter for Overton. 17 points, 18 rebounds, one out of two at the free throw line, two of eight from three-point land, two blocks, seven turnovers. Morgan Wallace, 
It's the only player with two fouls. And at the half, it is Overton 17 and Amherst 12 here in the Fort Kearney Conference Boys quarterfinal. Again, the winner plays either Loomis or Axtell at the Viero Event Center Friday night at 745. Again, on the other side of the bracket, Pleasanton is leading Wilcox Hildreth at the half, 31 to 23 on ESPN 1460, and that will be followed by Elm Creek and SEM. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality and dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Second half is coming up after this timeout. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Our Seeds to Success are brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy. Pioneer.com and MobilePioneer.com on your smartphone. The great Seeds to Success for a better yield. Start with Pioneer. And Overton, I would think they just need to find a little gear here. I don't know if it's sluggishness or if they were content with the lead. But they usually are pretty good about driving to the hole. And I would imagine we're going to see a lot of that here early on from Wallace and Kaiser, maybe just to drive and dish. Didn't see much of that against Amherst here in the first half. For the Broncos, they've got to find a way to get somebody to shoot the ball besides Esperson. Thompson has done okay, but uh, even he hasn't shot the ball that much as Overton will get the ball to start the third quarter of play. As they try to trap him here in the zone, Wallace throws it to the high post. Weston, Weston swings it over to Olmstead. Backside, they get it underneath. There's a nice dish to Lobby, and the layup is good on the assist from Kaiser. Ryan Lobby with his second bucket. Good ball movement, good energy, and it's back up to a seven-point lead here for the Overton Eagles. And now Ivy, a three. That's his first shot of the game, and it's off the mark. No good. Almost stolen away by Esperson, but Weston got the rebound. And we HUD the other way. Overton dumps it into the corner. Wallace into the paint. Dane Weston back out to Wallace Morgan for three. It's off the front of the iron. No good. Rebound grabbed by Ivy on the run. He'll slow it down and give it off to Tanner Thompson. Thompson dribbles into the double team. Jump stop out for a wide open three. And it's all net for Josh Elo. 
So there you go. Somebody else stepping up and shooting the ball and knocking it down. First three of the evening for Amherst. A minute into the third quarter, and both teams have already kind of done what we talked about in our seats to success. So hopefully that'll keep up here because that first half, wasn't much to talk about. 29 total points. Wallace, they're really shading him. Hands it off to Kaiser. Try to shade him, but they're both on the left side, so the defense doesn't have to go very far, and the travel going to be called here on Overton. Kaiser keeps looking for that seam on the double team to step through or dribble through, and that time there wasn't enough of a one, and he tripped it up and traveled with the basketball. And again, once Overton gets to scoring, they can put the pressure on, and with a dead ball here, they are putting on pressure, but Amherst breaking it, and Esperson will dribble it right across center court. Picked up there by Wallace, stopped the free throw line, curl screen, gives it to Tanner Thompson, attacks, has a shot blocked, Morgan Wallace blocks it, comes out of there with it, and then he's going to be fouled as Ivy bodies him up near half court. That'll be the second foul on Jared Ivy, the first foul of the half on either team. Again, our next game tonight will be between Axtell and Loomis. They just played on Friday night, and Loomis won that game 58-4. to 47, but Axtell's getting better under Coach Brent Heinrichs, and although maybe they're not winning all the close ones, they're getting them close against some of these top teams as Kaiser takes the inbound, drives into the paint, and hits the little runner from six. Braden with his second bucket of the ball game. Pressure on. Rody into the front court behind the back. Kicks it off on the wing, but no shot. Amherst breaks that press. They don't attack much. Rody for three. It's off the mark, and the ball loose. Going to be picked up by Elo underneath the hoop. Can't finish. And Olmstead will pull down the rebound. Off to Kaiser. Hustles it up to Wallace. Left corner three. It's short. Rebound comes right back to Kaiser, though. He's got seven. His fadeaway jumper from 11, no good. And Esperson barely stays in bounds, but grabs the rebound. Over to Ivy. Pushes it up on Livy. Lobby. Takes it out on the wing. Three-pointer on the way. It's over everything that time for Rody. And out of bounds, it'll go. So at least we're seeing a little... Shot diversion here in the early portion of this third quarter. Had a couple go early. Now we've had a couple that have been well off the mark as Kaiser brings it up the floor. A six-point lead for Overton. They have never trailed. Here's Lobby for three in the left corner. It's good. So Ryan Lobby with five points here in the quarter, seven in the game, and now the largest lead equaled at 24-15. Overton by nine. Thompson dribbles to the top of the circle. Hands it off to Rody. Over on the wing to Elo. Free throw line. Rody, no shot, shot. Over to Ivy. Ball fake. Then kicks it off. Four or three. Elo hit it from there last time. This time it's in and out. No good. And then Ivy commits the foul on the Dane Weston rebound. Ivy was just a touch late getting there. But that's his third foul now. He's picked up a couple of quick ones here in the second quarter. And we'll see what Coach Eric Rippen wants to do here. Going to leave him in. Amherst has only played six kids. So far in the basketball game tonight, Rischel, the only one that's come off the bench. Overton has used an eight-man rotation. Olmstead an open three, but that one's too strong. No good. Rebound comes down to Rody. Long outlet pass, but Ivy didn't have numbers. Back to Elo. Up top, Lobby went for the steal, couldn't get it. Rody dishes it off. Thompson Tanner for three. It's no good. Rebound comes all the way out. Thompson grabs it at the top of the circle, dishes it to Ivy, and he got fouled by Olmstead going to the bucket. Second foul on Morgan Olmstead. First of the half here on the Eagles. And now Jared Ivey will go to the line here to shoot a pair of free throws. 
So Kenny Amherst knocked down some charity shots. We haven't had a whole lot of free throw opportunities so far in the basketball game. And Ivy a couple of dribbles, puts the first free throw on the way, and it's around and in. First point of the ball game for Ivy. And here come the subs again for the Eagles. Coach Little does all three at once. He leaves Wallace and Kaiser in, and he brings in Schluter, Surridge, and Alex Hubbard. Second free throw now for Jared Ivy. On the way, and it's good. So Ivy able to knock down both. 24-17 Overton. We are down to 4.15 to go. Third quarter of this FKC quarterfinal. And Schluter gets it over on the wing to Kaiser. They try to trap him. Now into the ball game. Ethan Elo for Amherst. His first appearance. Open three. Schluter. He'll let it fly. It's no good. Boxing out is Josh Elo. He gets the rebound. Tries to get it to Ethan. Ethan's on the floor. Are they going to get a timeout or are we going to get a jump? We're going to get a jump. The arrow will point the way of Amherst. Ethan just a freshman, 5'4", not the biggest kid out there, but he's got some athletic ability, and they want to see if he can help him out here. He'll take the inbounds pass and give it to Ivy. Ivy dribbles to the right side of the key, stays at the three-point arc to Tanner Thompson. No cut in the baseline. Back over to Ivy. He drives baseline into the double team. Back out top, Elo. Josh took too long to get set and can't get the shot away, and then sneaking around from behind to make him a steal is going to be Alex Hubbard. First turnover of the half, Amherst. Wallace sees the seam coast to coast, and he is fouled as he goes up. Just grazing him, it looks like, was Josh Elo, and Wallace will go to the line to shoot two. No, the foul's actually going to be on Ethan Elo, his first. Morgan Wallace only Two points so far tonight, and that'll make it three on his first free throw attempt. It's up and in. Overton averages 67 points a game. They were held to 44 by Myrna. And that is far and away their lowest output. Second free throw up and in by Morgan Wallace, so he hits them both. Lead back to nine, 26-17, and Amherst dribbles it right off their foot and out of bounds and gives it right back to Overton. Score update for you. It is Pleasanton 35, Wilcox Hildreth 27, four and a half to go in the third quarter. And we've got a timeout on the floor here called by Amherst. 327 remaining in the third quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you. It's Overton 26, Amherst 17. Since customer service and quality is what we obsess about here at Apple Bell Restaurant, located just inside Sap Brothers in Odessa, we want you to know that we are all about spending time with family, and that means food. So we will do the cooking. Come see us. Fried chicken dinner? No problem. Homemade pies and other desserts? Yep, we've got you covered. How about just taking a break over the weekend for a nice breakfast and lunch buffet? Okay, we got that too. And we'll do the dishes. So enjoy your family. Come see us at Apple Barrel Restaurant inside Sat Brothers Travel Center off I-80, Odessa. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Overton will inbound it here out of the timeout. Hubbard will just take a shot right away from three, and it's up and in. Alex Hubbard 
knocks down his first bucket, and it's now a 12-point lead for Overton, 29-17. Right before halftime, Amherst had cut it to 13-12. Now Overton's on a 16-5 run. Down by a dozen and not scoring. Ivy, crossover dribble to the right elbow. Cut off there, gives it to Ethan Elo, back to Ivy. Back over to Esperson, to Elo. Ivy looking inside, Thompson trying to post up, no pass. Get pass over here to Esperson, got to get him going. Dominic into the paint, left-hand floater is good. Had to do something, and Esperson now with seven points in the basketball game. 29-19, Overton, coast-to-coast, Kaiser, the floater rattles in and out. Good shot, and it just won't fall. Elo gets the rebound up the floor from Josh to Ethan into the paint. His pass picked off by Wallace. And again, you just don't have enough shooters out there for Amherst and Wallace, the uncontested layup to the other end. 31-19. Fast break down to Ethan Elo, and they overthrew him. They had the two-on-one to get that bucket back, and that'll be turnover number 12 of the game here for Amherst. Don't forget to uh, nominate an athlete for the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. The reigning girls monthly award winner is Allie Bauer of Elm Creek, and Morgan Wallace of these Overton Eagles was our winner last month for the boys. Driving in, losing the handle, the ball goes out of bounds on the penetration by Jalen Schluter. As he was trying to go up for the layup, it slid out of his hands. Second turnover of the quarter, ninth of the game here for Overton. And the junior Daniel Rischel will come into the ball game. Jared Ivey will check out. 2-0-2 to go here in the third quarter, 31-19 Overton. Full court zone trap. Amherst gets it to Rody. He'll dribble it across the timeline. Now they switch into the man-to-man. Over in the corner, Tanner Thompson. Open three, and it's good. Tanner Thompson knocks down the three. And then it looks like we had a warning here on Amherst. Must have knocked the ball away after the ball went in. It ended up here on the stage. So a delay, a game warning. But nonetheless, it is a three-point bucket here for Amherst. Their second one of the quarter. 31-22. They're down by nine. Minute 40 to go in a third. Skip pass over to Schluter. Looked at the three, didn't take it. Up top to Wallace, guarded by Esperson. you got to talk about the great defense Amherst has played to hold Esperson and Kaiser, or excuse me, to hold uh, Wallace and Kaiser in check. They haven't had this low of a point total all year. Here's another three up that is no good that time. Hubbard tried to get him back-to-back, and the rebound brought down by Rischel. He'll give it over to Rohde. Rohde into the paint, double-teamed, has to step it out to Thompson, hands it off to Esperson, jump pass into the lane. He'll give it out to Elo. And they'll reset it here. Good screen set and driving in Elo, but got tripped, threw it up. No good. Ball comes into the hands of Esperson. He'll lay it up and in. Dominic, good job to stay with that one. 31-24, the 12-point lead down to seven now. 50 seconds to go in the third quarter. Amherst trying to get back in it here before the fourth quarter. Wallace dribbles the baseline underneath the hoop, dishes it off to Hubbard. Hubbard's been in the lane a while. He doesn't shoot it, and then when he finally does, he gets fouled. The entire Amherst crowd yelling for the three-second call. It's as if Hubbard didn't know where he was on the floor. I mean, he was right next to the hoop, and he was looking for somebody to pass it to. The foul on Tanner Thompson will be his second, and Hubbard will shoot two free throws. The first one is on the way, and it skips out. No good. 
Here come the starters back in. Olmstead Weston and Lobby for Overton with 39 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Pleasanton 39, Wilcox Hildreth 33 at the end of three quarters on ESPN 1460 and 1550. So Wilcox Hildreth getting closer. Second free throw, no good. Hubbard, rebound brought down by Elo, his sixth. He'll push it across the timeline, get it to Esperson, bounce pass, Thompson's open, he'll lay it up, might have got fouled, no call. Rebound brought down by Olmstead, and here comes Overton. Kaiser dribbled it off his foot, Hubbard ran it down. We're down to 20 seconds to go in the quarter. Open three, lobby, it's off the heel, no good. Rischel will grab the rebound, a chance at the last shot here for Amherst. Rischel will bring it up the floor, plenty of time, 10 seconds. Gives it off to Rohde. Back to Rischel. Lane is wide open, and he missed the layup. And then the ball goes out of bounds off of Amherst. Amherst hasn't had very many open layups, and that one didn't go. Could have cut it to five. Four seconds remaining here in this third quarter to play. Fans just begging for something to go in. 31-24. Overton against full court pressure, trying to get... One last chuck. Surridge will throw it in. Lobby baseballs it down the floor, and it goes out of bounds as time expires. And that's the end of the third quarter of play in the boys' quarterfinals of the Fort Carney Conference Tournament. The three-seed Overton leading the six-seed Amherst 31-24 to here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Well, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here at Loomis. We go to the fourth quarter of play. Overton has the ball and a 31-24 lead over Amherst. Ryan Lobby with seven points, Morgan Wallace and Morgan Olmstead with six. For Amherst, Tanner Thompson and Dominic Esperson each have nine points. We actually had some scoring in the third quarter, 14 points for Overton, 12 for Amherst. Driving in, Kaiser, ball faking the paint, steps up, scores, and draws the foul. That's what we were talking about coming out of halftime, taking the ball, driving it in, and Kaiser will get a chance at the three-point play. Still just six points in the game for Braden. At the free-throw line, Overton's three of six, four of eight for Amherst. The foul was the third, by the way, on Tanner Thompson. He and Ivy each have three for Amherst. And the free throw is on the way. Kaiser short, no good. Thompson gets the rebound, and then he is fouled by Lobby, who also was trying to get the rebound. For Ryan Lobby, that'll be his first personal foul. Just the second foul of the half on Loomis. Five have been whistled on Amherst. But it's a nine-point lead now for the Eagles, trying to avenge a loss earlier this month. The win for Amherst got him going on a seven-game winning streak that they are currently on. 
Esperson with it to Elo. Elo into the corner, and it goes right through the hands of Rody and out of bounds. Turnover number 13 for Amherst. Overton has nine so far in the game. Again, Loomis the host, and Axtell will play our next game here on Power 99. Pleasanton, a 39-33 lead over Wilcox Hildreth starting the fourth quarter on ESPN 1460. Then Elm Creek will play SEM. Skip pass, Olmstead got it to the baseline, and then a big collision. It was headed out of bounds, so Ryan Lobby could only just throw it back on the floor, and Kaiser and Ivy both went for it. There was a collision, and the foul will be called on Jared Ivy. That'll be his fourth personal foul. Sixth team foul. And it will be Kaiser to take the inbounds pass left wing. DeLobby in the corner. They sag off him. They'll let him take it if he wants it. Skips it to Olmsted, and it's over his head. In fact, it was high enough. Morgan thought there was somebody behind him. And out of bounds it goes. Overton. Up by nine. They've led the whole way. With the basketball against pressure, Jared Ivey in the center circle now brings it down the middle of the lane. He's got guys on him, and his finger roll hits the rim, won't go. Rebound brought down by Dane Weston. Weston to Wallace. Wallace right side of the key out to Olmstead. Thought about the three. Didn't take it. Hands it off to Wallace. This is so different than the Overton tempo that they are used to putting out there. Wallace spreads it out trying to find a little room to pass the basketball. Now they open the lane. Wallace drives. He'll scoop it up but it won't crawl over the rim. The rebound brought down by Elo, his seventh and then Amherst on the outlet throws it away. Some contagious turnovers. When Amherst turns them over, they turn them over in a hurry. And the Eagles now up nine, six and a half to go in a low-scoring game. Lobby for three in the corner. It's going to be short, no good. Four of 18 from three-point land. And Rody will grab his fourth rebound. Up the floor, Thompson into the paint, tipped away. Ivy grabs it back. Out to Elo for three, and it's good. Josh Elo with his second three-pointer of the ball game. And it is 33-27. to 27. Amherst has cut it to six. They were down by as many as 12. Six minutes to go in the game. Still anybody's ball game. Anybody puts a run together, it's going to be crucial. Kaiser, crossover, goes backside, lobbies open. The layup missed it, got it back. That time it's good. That's how open he was. He could have missed it a couple of times and still been able to get an easy putback, 35-27. Elo takes the long pass into the front court, finds the cutter, Rody underneath, wide open, Thompson Hill lay it up and in on the assist from Rody. So a little bit better ball movement the last couple times down the floor here for each team. 35-29, Overton, five and a half to go in the game. Kaiser's slow dribble with the left hand from the right elbow to the left elbow, now backs it out 25 feet away, 26 feet away, to Olmstead on the left wing. They're not even letting Morgan get many threes. He hit a couple in the first half. I think he's only shot one here in the second half. Lobby tries to find some room in the paint. He's there. He shoots, and it bounces in. And a timeout going to be called by Overton. Lobby now with 11 points in the basketball game. A 30-second timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. 5-0-5 remaining in the ball game. Overton 37, Amherst 29. 
Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Score update for you. The St. Cecilia girls leading Adam Central after three quarters of play by a score of 37-23. to 23. And that's currently airing on 1230 AM KHAS. Here it's the Fort Kearney Conference Boys Quarterfinals. Overton has led the whole way. Amherst down by eight with five minutes to go. Give and go. Rohde had it, decided to make an extra pass. Thompson was coming in for the rebound, and it goes out of bounds. Turnover number 15 here for the Broncos. St. Paul girls have now taken the lead from Ravenna, 29-25 at the end of the third quarter in the Luplatt Conference quarterfinals. 4.50 4.50 to go here in the game. Overton right now just trying to find a way to advance on to the semifinals Friday night at the Viero Events Center. The defending champion Eagles kick it out for a three-pointer. Schluter can't get it to go. Offensive rebound. He got his own. There was a collision underneath. One of the Amherst players got ran over, but they let it go. Wallace drives to the left elbow, gives it to Schluter. Schluter off the screen into the paint, kicks it out. Hubbard for three. And it's off the heel, no good. Fight for the rebound, and I think the Eagles are going to be called here over the back. And that's exactly the call. And this will be the third team foul of the half on the Overton Eagles. It is Jacob Surridge's first foul of the basketball game. And here comes Esperson up the floor. But now we're down to 415. Amherst got a move here. Rody just got across the timeline, gets it to Ivy, trying to spread the floor to open that lane up a little bit. Ivy starts to drive, back to the basket, picks his dribble up, bounce pass to Rody, free throw line, now comes in closer, the leaner from 10, no good, rebound tipped out to Tanner Thompson, Thompson to Esperson, blocking foul, and he'll get two free throws. Looks like Kaiser slid in there a little late. And so for Braden Kaiser, that'll be his second personal foul, fourth team foul. Asperson, though, just one of four at the line tonight. He leads the team with 13.2 a game. He's got nine so far tonight. First free throw up, and it is no good. 37-29, Overton, 3.55 to go in the game when we're done. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, all the final stats, and then get you ready for Loomis and Axtell game two. Second free throw up and in, and Esperson now has 10 points. Thompson has 11. 21 of the 30 tonight for Amherst. 37-30 Overton. 3.45 remaining in the game. Ball fake Hubbard to the right wing. One dribble to Surge. Baseline jumper from 12. No good. Comes right back at him, but Thompson is there to box out and grab his eighth rebound. Up ahead to Elo. Elo all the way. They let him go, and the finger roll is good. Big bucket there for Josh Elo. He's got eight, and again, Amherst within shouting distance, down by five. Overton always seems to find a way to come right back when they cut it to six or four or five or whatever the case may be. And now Schluter kicks it out to Wallace. Again, Wallace only six points in the game tonight. Of course, Morgan kind of got banged around. They weren't even sure he was going to play tonight after a possible concussion against Elm Creek. And now he dribbles into the corner. And we're going to get a timeout called here by Overton. 
Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney with 3.06 remaining in the ball game. Overton has the ball and a 37-32 lead over Amherst on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment. We are also your one-stop shop for heavy-duty welding tables, workbenches, modular cabinets, bolt bins, tie-downs, and powder coating experts on hand, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop by 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Psst. Hey. Right here, in the radio. Yeah, me. Are you one of those fans that heads to Amigos for a crisp burrito and ranch in any kind of weather? Well, then we've got a deal for you. Right now, you can get any crisp burrito combo meal for only 5 bucks. There's a crisp meat, crisp chicken, crisp pinto, and now two new flavors, bacon and buffalo chicken. It's all with Mexi fries and a drink, a hot deal that beats the cold. The $5 crisp burrito combo meal is at Amigos. Heading into the home stretch of our Fort Carney Conference quarterfinal game. 3.06 remaining. Overton 37, Amherst 32 here on Power 99. Overton ball out of the timeout. They've got two timeouts remaining. Amherst has three, according to my book. Kaiser with it up top the lobby. Starters back in there. Ball tipped out of his hands, and Amherst comes away with the steal. Overton's 11th turnover. Fast break up to Esperson. Back out to Tanner Thompson, and they'll set it up. Rody. Back out top. He'll find Elo to Rody. Rody sees a little seam, tries to get it off the screen to Elo, and Olmstead steps in front and steals it right back. Big steal there for Morgan Olmstead. Wallace now coast to coast and a charge. The second charge of the game on Morgan Wallace. His third overall foul of the evening. Good job by Esperson to get set down there. And back over it comes to Amherst. So a chance again to make it a one-possession game with two and a half remaining in the contest. Esperson will bring the ball up the floor. For Dominic, he's got five in the second half, ten of the game. Top of the circle with it, Jared Ivey. Over to Rody. Man-to-man defense here by Overton. Back up top to Ivey. They sag on him, of course. Jared dribbling it out, tries to make the pass to Esperson. Wallace saw it coming, made the steal to the other end of the layup is good. Again, I've said it multiple times. When you know you've got somebody that's not going to shoot, Overton can play five on three, and that's what they're doing. Good ball fake Thompson. He'll answer right back, left baseline, and up and in. Good move by Tanner Thompson, but too few and far between for Amherst. 39-34 now. Kaiser coast to coast. They grab the basketball. He loses the handle and turns it over. Rody comes out of there with it to Ivy. Kicks it to Thompson. He does the same thing on the baseline. Now he's trapped. Has to kick it back out to Elo. Elo into the paint. He's hit. He scores. Josh Elo ends up on the ground. The ball ends up in the bucket, and it could be a two-point game if he knocks down the free throw. We've just talked about it at halftime. Both teams had to be more, more aggressive attacking the hoop, and they have been. The foul is on Dane Weston, his first, and to the line, Josh Elo, for the first time, he's got seven points in the quarter. And the free throw is up, and it is short. Both teams struggling at the line. Kaiser gets his eighth rebound. 125 to go in the game. Overton 39, Amherst 36 here on Power 99. Kaiser spreads it out, lane open, drives, dishes. 
Pushes it off. Lobby. Ooh, he might have walked. It doesn't matter. It's blocked and taken away from behind by Josh Elo. Up ahead to Rody. They've got numbers. Rody decides to attack, and his layup rolls out no good. Rebound brought down by Wallace. Amherst has had some opportunities, and Overton continues to hang on with one minute to go. Wallace dribbling out clock right now with a three-point lead. Ivy's got to be careful. He's got four fouls. Wallace gives it off. And Olmstead, before he takes a three, they're going to call a foul on the pass. So we're into the one-and-one here. And Overton will send the guys that they want to the line, no doubt about that. Morgan Wallace, a 65% shooter as a team. Wallace, 72%. The second foul of the game on Kalen Rohde. And the front end of the one-and-one here for Morgan Wallace with 51 seconds to go. Up by three. Up by four. Free throw good. Nine points now for Morgan. 40-36. to Overton by four. Loomis and Axtell next. Second free throw good. 41-36. 50 seconds remaining in the game. Amherst brings it up the floor. Lane is open. Esperson gives it to Ivy. Ivy over to Elo. Elo fakes the three to Ivy. To Esperson. Back to Ivy. He's going to try a three. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Morgan Wallace and another foul. And Amherst panicked. I was going to say you got plenty of time, and they were doing everything to keep it around the three-point line instead of getting it inside, and the lane was open. And so instead of trying to take the ball inside, they threw up a deep three, and now Overton has the control of the game again here, just needing to make some free throws. At the line again, Morgan Wallace, front end of the one-and-one. He's 4-4, and now he's 5-5. 42-36, so Overton, the defending champions, pushed, but looks like they're going to take care of one of their losses and avenge it to Amherst. Second free throw also good, 43-36, 35 seconds to go. Elo top of the key, three-pointer is way short. Don't know if it got touched or not. And it's out of bounds. They're going to say it wasn't touched. New West postgame show is coming up, and we're going to get a timeout here by Overton. They've got the ball in a seven-point lead. Want to discuss strategy. 28 seconds remaining in the game. It's Overton 43, Amherst 36. This timeout. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be at the top of your mind right now, but if you want the first pick of the 2019 inventory or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine. Special financing, low payments, and a huge new and used boat selection, along with a friendly staff, make Buzz's Marine your best stop for family boating. Visit buzzesmarine.com for the ultimate boat shopping experience or stop by their showrooms at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney. Well, last night, the Overton girls had to come back to beat Amherst. Tonight, Overton has led wire to wire. Amherst got it to three after being down 12, but now Overton has the ball, a seven-point lead, 28 seconds to go. Olmstead to throw it in. Full court pressure. Nobody guarding the ball. 
looking for Wallace. He's covered. They get it in quickly to Schluter, and he'll be fouled by Josh Elo. His first, the team's ninth. Schluter hadn't scored yet tonight, and he'll shoot a one-and-one, but it's already a three-possession ball game. Now Amherst has timeouts left, so there's time for three possessions. They're going to need some big-time help, though, from Overton. And Schluter at the line. Front end of the one-and-one is on the way. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Josh Elo, his eighth. He'll push it up the floor, trying to go all the way. Comes in, layup, no good. And the rebound brought down by Morgan Wallace, and he's fouled. And he'll go to the other end and shoot two because that is the tenth team foul. Right idea by Elo. Try to get the quick score, call the timeout. Would add about 20 seconds, cut it to five, but instead doesn't work out for him. Tanner Thompson, his fourth foul. And Wallace now to the line to shoot two. He's six of six in the ball game. Free throw number one is good. So Wallace will look like he had an okay game tonight, but he only had six points in the first three quarters. Seven here in the fourth. Second free throw. Wallace got them both. 45-36. And Overton's going to be on to the semifinal. Finals. Here's Esperson for three. A pull up at the top of the key. No good. Thompson got the rebound. Throws it out. Try to get another three here. Elo will put it up. It's no good. Ball comes to Kaiser. He'll grab it. And the final four seconds will run off the clock. And this basketball game is over. So Amherst got it to three, but could not get any closer. And the final score, Overton, 45. And that's their second lowest output of the year, Amherst. 36. The Broncos will fall to 8-9, eight and nine, and remember they will play again on Saturday at Kearney Catholic and they will be playing the 11-30 game against either Wilcox-Hildreth or Pleasanton. And that game coming up Saturday morning and it will be Wilcox-Hildreth because Pleasanton has beaten Wilcox-Hildreth by a score of 55-43. to 43. So Pleasanton advances on. We'll be back with the New West Post Game Show right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers Winter Clearance Event and take 50% off remaining winter men's sportswear by Tommy Bahama, Forsyth, St. Croix, Nike Golf, Cutter, and Buck. Sports coats $99 and suits $199 and up. Select dress shirts and ties half off. Men's outerwear, leather jackets, and wool coats 30 to 60% off. Ladies' winter fashions 50% off. Select Brighton accessories and hobo handbags 30 to 50% off. Last chance racks 19 to $29. Gary Michaels Clothiers, Downtown Hastings and Kearney. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Not a good start for the Nebraska men. Wisconsin 17, Nebraska 8, 11.25 to go in the first half on the breeze, 94.5. On the other side of the bracket, Pleasanton has beaten Wilcox Hildreth 55. 55- to 43, Elm Creek hosting SEM on ESPN 1460. Coming up at 7:45, our next game here will be Loomis taking on Axtell, and that might start a couple minutes early. And here it was Overton holding off Amherst to win it, 45 to 36. They'll take on the Loomis Axtell winner at 7:45 Friday night at the Viero Event Center. Again, all the games Thursday, Friday, and Saturday on PlatteRiverPreps.com and ESPN 1460. We'll look at the final stats right after this timeout. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to barneyinsurance.net. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Back on the New West postgame show, here's a look at your final numbers. First off for Amherst, Daniel Rischel had two rebounds. Kalen Rohde had 1.4 rebounds. Josh Elo, 10 points, seven of those in the fourth quarter. He had eight rebounds and one block shot. Jared Ivey, two points and a rebound. Tanner Thompson led the way with 13 points and nine rebounds. And Dominic Esperson, 10 points, six rebounds. 12 points in the first half, 24 in the second half, 36 points, 30 rebounds. Rebounds, 5 out of 11 at the free throw line, 3 of 11 from three-point land, one block, 17 turnovers. Amherst now 8 and 9, and they will play at Kearney Catholic Saturday morning at 11.30 in a consolation game against Wilcox Hildreth. And then after that, they have Elwood in a makeup game on Monday and finish at Elm Creek and at Wilcox Hildreth. For Overton, Morgan Wallace ends up being the leading 
score because he was 8 of 8 at the free throw line. 14 points, 5 rebounds, and a block. Jalen Schluter, 4 rebounds. Jacob Surridge, 2 points and a rebound. Alex Hubbard had a 3-point bucket for his total. Braden Kaiser, 6 points and a team-high 8 rebounds. Ryan Lobby, 11 points, 2 rebounds. Dane Weston, 3 points, 5 rebounds and a block. And Morgan Olmstead had a couple of threes in the first half and ends up with 6 points and 5 rebounds. 17 points in the first half, 28 in the second half, 45 points, 30 rebounds. 9 out of 14 at the free throw line, just 4 of 20 from three-point land tonight for the Eagles. Two block shots and 12 turnovers. Overton improves to 12-3, and three, avenging one of those losses earlier in the month to Amherst. 45-36, they'll play the Loomis-Axtell winner Friday night at 745. And then after this, all their games the rest of the way are on the road. Eustace Farnham Monday, Wilcox Hildreth Tuesday, SEM next Friday, and they finish at Gibbon on the 15th. So Overton doesn't get to go back home for the rest of the season, but they're now 12-3. and three. We'll wrap it up after this timeout. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. You've been listening to the U.S. Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll be back in about 12 minutes to give you the starting lineup for Loomis and Axtell. And on ESPN 1460, SEM is playing Elm Creek. Again, Pleasanton beat Wilcox Hildreth 55-43. And here it was Overton 45, Amherst 36. For our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda. Keep it here on Power 99 for more FKC Tournament Basketball. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. Tougher together, Aurora and you. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us. Us specializing in you. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.